Hi everyone, Sandman here. Today's video is brought to you by a donation from Mercury Rising, and here's what he has to say. Hi Sandman, in a nutshell, I work in Washington DC, and I take the shuttle bus to the metro for starters. And there are two women who get on that bus and take the front seat and put their bags on the second seat so that no one can sit beside them. One of them is disabled simply because of her weight and often claims entitlement for the front seat, refusing to offer it even to blind people. And what got me thinking was the bag issue. Most working women carry at least three huge bags to work with them every single day. Men usually have a briefcase or a backpack, and that's about it. However, the women have a purse, a tote bag, and usually two other mystery bags in public transportation, which often causes a mess for commuters, who often have little room to move around. Also, I work in Washington, D.C., and need to walk through the metal detectors every day for work and many of us need to pass through security for our agencies. These women always make the entrance more difficult because of all their bags, and they need to be x-rayed, and then they need to collect all of their crap on the other side of the detector. During fire drills, which can be serious, they have to collect all their stuff and then leave the building, only to have to lug it all around once again. Also, at the end of the day, all these bags need to be checked out by the police. So I'm asking, why all the damn stuff? What do they lug around every single day in those bags, and basically need to take with them to the office? I know it's a little bit silly, but it's also really annoying. I actually have a female coworker who carries so many of these bags around, that one day she abandoned one in the parking garage, and they actually had to call the bomb squad for the unintended bag. I kid you not. Anyways, thanks again. Well, thanks for your questions and comments, Mercury Rising. I think that there are many rational and irrational reasons that women carry many of these bags with them. The ladies that you describe on the bus are using the bags as a way to increase their personal space. The bags represent an extension of their already larger-than-life size, and the bags also act like a mobile nesting unit. It's like she's Big Bird, and the bags represent the nest that surrounds her. This acts to increase her personal space, which can be at a premium in a city like Washington, D.C. Washington is more of a European design because of the mid-rise building style and many walkable streets. When I visited Washington, I found it extremely pedestrian-friendly. And most of the people living there probably come from places where they've actually grown up, where they've had a lot of personal space. And the only place in the world where people have more personal space than America is basically Canada, believe it or not. And many of these women you mentioned probably grew up in the suburbs or in less dense cities where they could afford to keep most of their stuff in the trunks of their car. But in most large cities, many women don't have cars because of the high rents and cost of parking. And so they basically have an excuse, or they think they have an excuse, to have so many big bags. In the past, they would have carried their stuff in their car to work. Now they have to carry it in three or four bags on the bus or train. But I don't understand why the woman in the parking garage that accidentally left her bag behind needs so many bags with her all the time. She could have actually left them in her car and gone up and down during the random times of the day when she needed the stuff from those bags. And the lady that holds up security because of all of her bags gets herself more noticed and thus gets more attention from the strong male policemen and security officers. We are living in an increasingly narcissistic culture after all. But please allow me to get into the question of what women are carrying in those mystery bags. First of all, let's talk about women's purses. They often hold everything from tampons, makeup, wallets, phones, keys, lunches, and tons of spare change at the bottom and whatever else they manage to pick up and place in those bags during the course of the day. A woman's purse is like a miniature walk-in closet for her life. And then you have women that carry shopping bags from recent purchases. 
but I wouldn't count those in the bags that you've mentioned, because they're basically one-time things. One of those two large mystery bags that you talked about probably have women's gym clothing in them, probably a pair of running shoes, stretchy pants and a t-shirt, as well as an extra bra and panties, plus all of the stuff that she needs to shower with at the gym. And don't forget a pair of flip-flops for her to basically not get any germs from the floor on her feet while she's at the gym. Most women I know don't usually keep a locker at the gym. Instead, they carry everything they need with them each time they go. And it also snows in the winter in Washington, so many women probably carry an extra set of shoes to put on when they get to the office. Because the boots or shoes that they wear on the street get covered in slush and salt, and they want to make the best impression. And let's not forget women that also need to carry their laptops from home to work. So there's yet another bag, and there's often files and paperwork that go in that bag as well. So you can start to see where all of this starts to add up. You as a guy probably have one or two pairs of shoes, and you keep them at your desk in the office in the winter. And you don't need to carry your shoes back and forth from home to work every single day. But how many pairs of shoes does the average woman have? Dozens? Hundreds? She needs a different pair each and every single day, and she probably isn't allowed to leave at 20 to 30 pairs of stinky shoes at work. Same thing with gym clothing. The clothing needs to be freshly washed each and every single time that she wears it. When I typically work out, I wear the same shirt and shorts usually three times. And I don't care about the sweat smell, but women are often far more self-conscious in general. So they need a fresh set every single time. At this point, I'm not even including lunches that women carry in their bags. Usually multiple Tupperware containers filled with salads. A salad in Tupperware takes a lot more space than a sandwich, which is more of a meal that a man would bring. I generally know men that pack lunches in a very compact way. And I hope the lady that accidentally forgot her bag in the parking lot had to pay for the police services to come and inspect her bag to make sure there wasn't a bomb in it. As a man, I keep my wallet in my front right pocket, my phone in my front left pocket, and my keys in my back pocket. And I carry a backpack with my computer in it, as well as a camera bag when I'm out doing video or photography. My camera bag is huge, yet it fits 15 to 20 different accessories to get the jobs done. Other camera people typically carry three or four bags. I've organized myself so that I only need one camera bag, and that I can basically haul tons of stuff in it. When it comes to packing things up and organization, I know some women that are amazing at that skill, but they tend to be older and picked up those skills many decades ago. Most of the women that I've known in my life that are younger don't seem to know how to pack in the most optimal ways. They bring too much stuff with them, and they don't actually use most of that stuff, especially when they go on vacation. In my experience, even my mother, who is extremely organized, would bring at least 30 to 40 extra articles of clothing that she would not actually wear when she went on vacation. It's amazing how now that airlines have implemented their policies of paying to check in luggage, it's mostly women that I've seen on airline forums complaining that they actually have to pay extra to bring additional baggage with them. Having a large carry-on bag, in addition to my laptop or computer bag, has forced me to limit how much I carry. And it actually makes my life a lot easier when I travel now. So Mercury Rising, the odds of you changing women's cultural values so they carry less stuff with them to the office is probably not going to happen. I would suggest that you show up to work a little bit earlier to avoid the lineups. Or find a different job where you can actually avoid the transit routes that you're taking right now and avoid those crazy bag ladies. Come to think of it, I should have probably made that the title of this video, Crazy Bag Ladies. And in a way, it is a mental sickness to own dozens of pairs of shoes and inflict long lineups on other human beings because you want to appear fashionable in the office. And it's a mental illness not to leave your gym clothes at the gym instead of lugging them around all day to work. And it's also crazy to carry around a huge purse without eliminating the unnecessary things from it. 
On the bright side, the women that do carry these bags will burn more calories than the women that don't. And so thus, they'll actually be helping to fight the obesity epidemic by carrying all of their stuff around as part of their daily routine. If anyone else has anything they want to add about women carrying too many bags around, then please do so. Anyways, tonight I want to give a shout out to Xpalodoc. I'm adding a link to his newest video in the description below. Xpalodoc started experimenting doing street-style interviews on his YouTube channel, and I think there's tons of potential for him to actually have amazing conversations with women in public places and post the results online for all of us to see. But I would suggest that at first, he actually start to get some model-slash-talent release forms for anyone that he's talking to. This will cover his ass if his YouTube channel continues to grow and people start to recognize him and complain. If someone gets upset and complains that he doesn't have permission to film them, then there's always the risk that YouTube could actually take down his channel or suspend it. Especially considering the fact that in some of his videos, the camera tends to drift down to their cleavage in more than one video. Another thing to think about it using is a Steadicam or a Glidecam, if he's basically going to follow people around and walk down the street with them. That way the footage won't be shaky. Another thing, Xpaladoc, your sound quality for your videos is pretty decent. But you could also mic yourself up and possibly give the women that you talk to a microphone as well to increase the quality of your production values. You can also try and edit some of your videos to include only the vital parts of the interviews. So that way you can actually increase the pacing and keep it moving forward. Walking around for a while before interviewing a person is a great idea for building the scene, but it gets pretty tiring fast and people will watch your videos less and less over time if you do so. Getting the viewer's attention is one thing, but keeping it is completely different. You could also mount your camera to an ordinary tripod for some of the interviews. And don't spend any money on equipment unless you've actually made some money off your channel first. So I suggest that you partner with YouTube and start actually making some money to help pay for this new equipment that you might want to buy. Or better yet, ask people for donations to ask for specific questions of the girls that you interview. Or at the very least, ask your audience what types of questions that they want you to ask. You'll be surprised how the power of social media on YouTube can actually work in your favor. Anyways, I suggest people keep an eye out on Xpalodoc's YouTube channel, as it has a lot of potential. With regards to Mercury Rising, thanks for your question about bag ladies. And for everyone else listening out there, thanks again for taking your daily dose of red pills. So enjoy the rest of your day, and cheers. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.